We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Dan Bernstein, Lawrence Holmes. Man, Bernstein and Holmes, best show in radio. I love it, boys. Midday's 10 to 2 on 670 The Score. Simply the best! I guess the best bring the best out of you. I mean, but now we got to translate that over to, you know, we got to carry that within us and go out there and play like that every single night and not worry about, you know, we playing a good team tonight or we playing, you know, a not so good team. We just going to run over them. You know, we got to play with that sense of urgency every single night. And nights like this, we got to turn into a consistent thing no matter who we playing against. When is it wrong? Where's the lie? Don't start no stuff, won't be no stuff. Simple. But apparently there is stuff. The big question, though, about this Bulls team is, you know, who are they? Because what the resume that they've put together through, what, a third of the season now is they're the team that struggle against a young, hungry bunch. And they're the team that has been able to find ways to compete and play hard against teams that are really good. We've seen them do this against Boston and now Milwaukee a couple of times. Miami at home. Miami at home. They're they're doing it against good teams, but bad teams they're allowing. So, you know, like as uh, Joe Cowley would say, you should be on bum team watch on Friday with with the, the Pistons who have a bunch of players missing because they ended up in a scrap last night. So who are they? Like what are what are we left with to think about them? I mean, I I I saw some of the stuff, especially in the fourth quarter of last night's game, that harkens back to last year. And here's the thing: Billy has been on record saying that they can't rely on that. They can't rely. It's not fair to Demar to be like Demar. Can you go finish this one? For us, sure, okay, I'll yeah, give me the ball. I'll, I'll go do my Superman thing and score forty-two points, like he did last night to close out the game. But when that was happening and he was hitting game-winning shots last year, Billy said that's Fugazi. Like that's not real, not sustainable, and it's not. And here we are again, where in some of these games, Demar has to do the Demar stuff. I think it comes down to a couple things. When we talk about DeMar, does that imply that there's a big three, so to speak? That you, ha- that you have a max player who you just signed I in mean, Zach Vooch, Levine? Vooch made a huge shot. That you that have game. Nikola Vucevic. Yes, and that was awesome. Where DeMar collapsed the defense a bit, kicked out to Vooch, he's open at the top of the key, and that's a set three. That's what you want to see. Just change the shape of the defense. We've been screaming that all season. But you should have part of your big three as secondary scoring options, should you not? Yes. It shouldn't just be up to one person when you have this kind of payroll and this level of talent and 
You've traded first-round picks for people. And you have a max player. You have a max player. Who kind of disappeared in the fourth quarter yesterday. Now, luckily, you have a a non-max player that often in in in-game situations is more reliable. So maybe that is the right play. Maybe the right play for Zach is to get out of the way in those moments. I mean, it was last year. Zach deferred. But not, I think, because he didn't want to. I think he just thought that gave him the best chance to win. That's probably being a good teammate. Oh, yeah. But there are other times when you're like, Zach, come on, man. Do the thing. Do the Zach thing. You know, Brandon Fryer brought it up on the morning show, and I thought it was such a good point he made about the Bucks. Not just Giannis. Not just us liking Drew Holiday or Chris Middleton or, or Lopez or the, the group. How many three and D guys they have? It's not just yeah. it's not just one like here and that one is out. And they even turned Robin Lopez into one. And I just like think think about I'm like, that. Oh, oh the the Bulls need. That's what I I want that like that. Well, also Giannis, duh. But you know what I'm trying to say. Giannis is. I was thinking a lot. Like Stacy had brought it up. And I know that it's on display when the Bulls play the Bucks because the the Bulls' interior defense is one of the worst in the NBA. I've been trying to figure out how I want Giannis officiated. Why are you shaking your head, Mike Rankin? Late in the game, could have been a couple of calls there on Giannis. That, I was shocked that they called that travel on him. That's another one, too. I mean, the pivot foot slightly moved, and he was kind of under control, but I'm thinking when the Bulls attacked Giannis late and he had five fouls, the refs were kind of reluctant to give him that sixth. Yeah, I'm not sure what to do because I want to ha- allow him the space to give us these incredible moments that he does when he plays. Because he's because he is a freak that you shouldn't be able to take the rebound and come all the way down and dunk on three people or or in two strides two and a half strides you get to Ayodisumu who's trying to lay it in and you block it yeah like you shouldn't be able to do all that stuff but there are also times when I watch Giannis from like he's completely out of control that it, it isn't. Like he's so out of control that you should be calling the offensive fouls frequently. Yeah, there's like my dance space and your dance space from Dirty Dancing, but Giannis kind of like got out of his space. But I but I'm not sure like how the officials can even do it. So I I guess by default they're officiating him properly because what do you do? But that's what made the travel so strange to watch I was like oh they actually called that like they're calling the travel on Giannis at this point in the game like that was surprising and I swear I thought he was going to make that open three by the way that was a heat check well another 45 and 22 another thing about Giannis which I I know that even before I say this is completely ridiculous and in some cases unfair as much as I like Giannis and he's one of my favorite players in the league he takes bad shots. Now, it doesn't he, even matter. I know. Like <laughs> it that's just That's the thing. But in late in that game yesterday, the Bucks would have been better served to move the ball around and find better shots. I mean, I think if they have Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton, that's happening. Maybe, but Giannis played a lot of isolation in the end, and because he's not a great dribbler in traffic. 
And because he's not a great shot maker per se, and I know like you look at the box score and that sounds ridiculous. I, it hurts me to hear you say it, I, frankly. I, but but when I when I'm watching him at the end of the game, like he he allowed the Bulls to get back into the game. Somewhat. With turnovers and mistakes. It's very strange. Texas hardest player to properly officiate since Shaq. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. I think that that's fair. Because I don't want him to lose that thing. I don't want him to lose the the way that he, the ferocity with which he attacks the basket. Because it's so damn fun to watch. And when you see him hustling for a loose ball, he picks it up and then puts someone through the rim. Like he's great. Like he's he's really great. But it's difficult to get an idea of like. Hey, man, sometimes when you're coming down on the break and you're spinning, you're out of control, and those fouls should be called. That's so I'm, it. I'm like huge shrug emoji when it comes to officiating well, him. Well, I mean, Dan showed us that crazy like compilation of John Morant traveling, and I'm like, whoa, well, this changes my brain. Well, there's an epidemic of, of traveling well, in the NBA right now. But the when you put the John Morant videos together... It makes you feel guilty for enjoying John Morant a little bit. Have you ever seen the the Russell Westbrook one? No, but I'm sure it's pretty great. It's, James Harden Eurostep is technically a travel. No, Layla, have you seen it, Mike Rankin? You know what I'm talking I, about? I want to hear you first. There's there's one of Russell or Westbrook where he's taking the ball like he's being the inbounded the ball. Yeah. Yep. And he just has the ball tucked yes. underneath his arm. Yes, I've seen that. And was yes. Mike, what does he take? Like ten steps oh, before at he least dribbles? Five. At least five. Didn't it wasn't it like him testing the refs too? Like he's just gonna see if this is actually I, a thing. I just love like I forgot about that. The the thing is that it's kind of uncomfortable to walk without dribbling a basketball. Like carrying a basketball is unnatural and uncomfortable. That is it's hilarious. There's also the one where LeBron gets a pass on a break. And if he took one dribble, it wouldn't be a travel. But he takes like seven steps from half court and dunks it and no one says a word. I know we sound like old people right now complaining about traveling, but it's hysterical. I mean, I just saw this Russell Westbrook video for the first time myself yeah? just now. How many steps does it take, Ray? Isn't All right, let's it? see. Hold on. It's, it's looping back here. Let's see. So it's one, two, three, four, five, six. Six steps. He takes so, and then six laughing bo- in the background is great. Is it? He's with Oklahoma City, right? Is that, that what yeah, he, yeah. Correct. It blows my mind every time I see it. He's pointing. Right. He's he's initiating he's in the, the middle offense of the court. and just walking with the ball. Ridiculous. Pretty great. And the Le- Le- LeBron one is like, yo, come on. Somebody also put together back in the day like 10 minutes of James Harden's bad defense. Like, I, And I love the bad defense compilation videos. Occasionally, they do make them back to the front office. Like if people put that on YouTube, front office people would be like, yeah, we, we saw it. I'm like, you did? The truth in the NBA will set, will always set us free. By now, the way, now, every- like, now I'm just in a, I'm going down a rabbit hole. There's one here. If you want to watch traveling videos for the next four hours, I will abandon this show and just watch random NBA compilations. I'm watching one now where LeBron brings the ball up into the front court at Utah, dribbling it, right? He gets across the timeline 
and just picks the ball up and takes three steps forward and then starts dribbling again. And the defender is like, hey, you can't do that. That's it. So people are like, well, why don't the Bulls just do something back about it? I agree. You have six fouls to give. However, when everyone else is playing by most of the rules, at that point, it's on officiating to say, you're not playing by most of the rules. Something needs to be done about it. Oh, my God. I could watch this all day. Yeah, I'm good with that. If I'm still getting paid, I'm fine. I could I could honestly, because it's ridiculous. It's so, wow. Now there's one of him versus the, the Warriors where he gets the inbound pass, he cuffs it, walks to the half-court line, and then starts dribbling. God bless the NBA for just not caring when people put videos together and post them online. I mean, I know what it, are we doing right now? I mean, it could talking be talking about them all. You're right. And it, baseball. It, hello. Help. Well, baseball's done a better job. Of, Have they? Wow. Okay. See, okay. okay. Seven, everybody talking about Giannis and the breakaway dunk. I don't know. I don't know. I looked back at that replay a bunch and it also like, can you call goaltend on when the hand's on the ball? I guess you can't. But the ball is in a downward motion. There's a lot there to me. I don't know how you officiate that dude. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.